What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Misha B, and welcome to this week's special edition of Self Talk Young CEOs. So, ladies, introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. My name is Steva Burnett, and as Misha B stated, I'm a self taught nail technician. I am the CEO of Polish Me Pretty, and currently, um, Polish, Me, Polish Me Pretty has been standing for about three years now. What's up, everybody? My name is Nia Simone. I am the CEO of Lush Lashes by Nia Simone. I have been a business owner, and Lush Lashes has been established since the end of July. Okay. Beginner. We love Beginner. to see it. Yeah. We love <laughs> Still to see learning. It. Hey, everybody. My name is Sierra Smith. Um, I have a waist beat company. It's called Sacred Body Beads, um, and I've been making waist beads for about eight months now. So tell me, how did you all come up with the idea to start a business, being in college? <laughs> well, for me, um, this is Steva speaking. Um, on behalf of Polish Me Pretty, when I was younger, I always lo- like was interested in like love doing nails, and so I just kind of like turned a hobby or an interest into like a business. Okay, I can agree with that. Like, I just I was so into waist beads, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna try to make them myself. I wasn't trying to like start a business I just wanted to make them myself to save money so I made them I was like oh I'm kind of good at this so I just kept practicing and then my sister and my mom were like you should sell them you should sell them so I like to enhance beautiful women so I kind of took the route of doing lashes how long did it take for you all to learn your craft it's taken me years and years of like hard work practicing giving up starting back over I remember my freshman years when I really started and it was like days where I would be like, okay, I ain't doing this nail stuff no more. Like, I'm over it. But then it would be like times where, like, I would get back interested in it and I would pick it up. And I would see my growth and, like, where I started and where I, where I was at at that current moment. And so I just kept going and kept going. And then I realized that my clientele was really there and people were really, like, rocking with me. I'm still not where I, where I want to be. Um, I'm still growing and I'm still learning. Self-teaching is very efficient. Uh, keep practicing, like um, Steva said. Like I said, um, and like Steva said, I'm not where I want to be. Um, but I feel like that's where I need to be, you know, so I can keep growing. Because I feel like, oh, I'm the bomb, I'm the bomb, and I'm complacent. I don't feel like I'm going to grow as a business owner. Right. True. I use, like, a lot of my resources, like YouTube. We have so many different, like, cool things on the Internet. So, um like YouTube and reading different blogs to help me figure out like the best materials, the best beads, things like that. Um, so, yeah. And to kind of go off what C was saying, um, I would agree. YouTube is lit- like literally you can teach yourself just about anything at this point. It like in this in this generation or this decade or whatnot. Um, YouTube literally can be your best friend to learn just just about anything. And then like also following people who have the same interests or um, same passions as you like on Instagram or social medias like Facebook um, that'll help too and it's true. to piggyback off of what Steven said sometimes that can be a positive and a negative thing it depends on how you look at it and how you what you take from that post because sometimes I know for me like me just getting in the last business I can be like dang like, I wish I was on that level but it's just like it's timing you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's God timing and I feel like I'm gonna get there so how did you all come up with the funding for your business <laughs> so <clears throat> at first I was just buying product and just buying like what I needed when I needed it 
Um, so I didn't really have like a set budget out on like how much I was going to spend or invest in my business. I was just kind of going based off what I needed whenever I needed it. Um, it wasn't until probably about like a year in when I actually decided or determined that I, uh, was going to like actually set aside a budget. And until I made back what I spent what I put in that's when I wasn't going to spend any more money on products um so if I could go back and do that all over again I would have but I wasn't very smart when it came to the funding of my business at first me too I can agree I agree too (laughs) but I had to get me a job yeah had to get you a job to fund it and it takes a minute before you actually start even if you're like because I felt like in the beginning stages I was just matching profit like Mm -hmm. I spent ten dollars on the beads and I got ten dollars I wasn't really earning a profit i was just like not losing money but i wasn't gaining so like you go through that for a period of time like you're just back and forth back and forth but eventually you start to like build up your collection and you start to find other resources like different vendors where you can get things in bulk things like that and then your profit starts to go up so right um because like with nails it was like i didn't want to buy in bulk because i didn't know what my clientele would be like right and is that's like one of the scariest things when it comes to the funding is because you don't want to buy too much and it goes to waste mm-hmm. but like now that my clientele is up i can afford to do that because i know i'm going to make that back plus more would you walk them up with your price list for the services that you offer um i kind of looked at other nail techs um prices compared it to nail salon like i was mostly looking at black nail techs because mm-hmm. um that's that's what's popping right now black nail techs and i was looking at their pricing and comparing it to salons and just trying to see like what would be a decent pricing what what am i worth trying to figure out what am i worth because i'm spending my money on my products i'm spending i'm you know spending my time doing your nails or servicing you so like what am i worth what is my talent worth and as I grow and as I get better, that's when I realized like that's when I realized that I needed to increase my pricing a little. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just had to kind of figure out like, okay, how much am I actually investing in product and actually figure out what my worth was. Um, with me, <clears throat> I started off with um twenty dollar sets just because I was learning still learning mm-hmm. and as I was like okay well I got this set down pat let me add on another set and I increased my prices um my prices are still um affordable and especially like my prices to the average last tech will be a fill-in mm-hmm. right. but that's my full set but still like I said I'm learning so do you think it? Do you think your audience played a part in that? Since you do a lot of college students, is that why you chose those yes, type of prices? Yes, and that's another thing. Um, that's my goal to always make it affordable for college students. Okay, gotcha. Honestly, I think what I like similar to kind of what Steven said. I um got waste fees from somebody else, and I used that price. I think she charged me like fifteen, and then I said, okay, so this is like I bought them in like a store. So then, okay, fifteen. So I was like, okay, let me. I'm starting out, so then I kind of went down to 10. Um, And then over time, I was able to, like I said, like buy things in bulk, um, figure out better like um, shipping methods to keep the cost down. So I was able to like decrease my prices actually. Um, And yeah. We are now going to take a quick break. So audience, don't go anywhere and we'll be back. Girl, you ever had on a bomb outfit with no jewelry to complete the look? I'm going out tonight and my outfit needs a pop. 
Have you ever tried to find the perfect gift for a loved one and just couldn't figure out what to get? It's my mom's birthday. I don't know what to get her. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings. Motor Paris has just what you need for every man, woman, and child in your life. Get your bling on today with Motor Paris. Accessories range from one to five dollars. Shop online at paparazziaccessories.com slash motorpierce and keep up with all things Pierce on Facebook. So tell me how do you all balance being a full-time student and a business owner? What's the key? What's the trick? How do you do it? It's hard because like I'm really like it's my senior year and I'm really involved on campus so it's really hard to but I just have to practice self-care like figuring out like what helps me meditate and come back to reality honestly time management and like Steve said self-care because I don't want to be tired and doing my craft right because I feel like you're not you're not going to get all of me so like that um I would just say staying organized keeping up with my orders keeping up with the days how many days because I try to well I tell people within three to eight business days um just to give me cushion but I really aim for like three to five business days to finish them and have them shipped out so just like making sure I'm organized and um yeah that's it staying organized yeah yeah like with staying organized one thing I like to do is um I have like for my clients they book me online so I like to list out my bookings for the month and I try not to put in I try to put in lesser days for me to actually like be considered working that way if it's like an emergency or someone needs to come I can have the that cushion room but if I overwork myself and overbook myself then I'm going to be exhausted yeah you guys have any problem with overbooking Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> and how do you deal with it when you overbook someone? Um, I apologize for the inconvenience to my clients, and I, I'm, I'm very reasonable when it comes to my clients. I try to work with them. Um, I try to give them a discount. Um, to for the inconvenience. Um, and I just you know will say I can get you at my next earliest convenience. I've had to literally do someone's nails at 11 o'clock at night just because I may have something to do the next day and I didn't realize it in advance I do not have online booking I need to get online booking honestly but honestly um well my schedule and availability is so up and down so I try to you know do my own scheduling but overbooking I don't know I haven't ran into that issue just yet just yet so does it get frustrating not having like a website that people can go on to just to book? Um, yes, for policies, mm-hmm. you know, and still even I feel like once I get the book inside, they're still gonna have questions, right. you know, instead of just reading thoroughly. But yeah, it's just repetition. I kind of just don't like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. I have to do it for my business, so yeah, that's a part of being a business owner. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say with the booking though, like. I think it's just certain people. Reading is fundamental. Mm-hmm. And just certain certain people just don't read. They just skip through the fine print because mm-hmm. they think it's irrelevant and it's not important. Um, but, like, you'll have those people that will read. So don't let that, like, steer you away from getting a, a website. What are some of the pros and cons of being a business owner? Um, the pros is... Ooh. Okay, let's start with the cons first. Hold on. We're going to start with the cons and then, you know, end with the good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> end on the positive note. Okay. So, the cons is that it could be stressful and, like, some people don't realize that, like, 
we have our own lives and that we're college students too um they expect you to you know be available at all times of the day um it's also stressful because it's like sometimes you don't know how to separate business versus professional and so a lot of my clients I've built that rapport with them to where it's like we're friends or a lot of my clients are my they were my friends before they were my clients and so sometimes it's hard to keep those boundaries um in place Hmm. um and then also like even with my phone like getting text messages throughout the middle of the night about appointments like four o'clock in the morning you're texting me about an appointment or i'm out at a party trying to enjoy my social life and i got a message about you want to get your nails done next week (laughs) like that's the the cons that i don't like like you never stop the when you're an entrepreneur just there's no clock out there's no clock in it's just 24 7 around the clock so i would say that's definitely one con and then yeah just like trying to be professional at all times like it's some clients that you know you just you just don't want to like you don't want to bash them but it's just like yo stop like give me a second let me breathe let (laughs) me breathe we can resume this on monday yes Mm -hmm. um cons for me would be tardiness Mm. well not me being the, the, client. the client, the client being tardy. I had to rewind that. Hold on, not me. Um, I don't really have that many cons. Just That's good. With me just starting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. I have a lot of pros. That's good. But I like um the quick money. You know, not waiting every two weeks and being able to say, okay, well, you can take that day off without putting a request in or worrying about, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it, me, I don't know, defining my own definition of a customer service, not somebody telling me, oh, well, you have to do it this way to satisfy our customers. Like, my personality just, you know, does all the talking. So, I like that. So, you like working for yourself, basically. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the end goal. <laughs> that's most definitely the goal. I agree. Um, yeah, the pros for me as well. With also, I would agree with Nia Simone is being able to make my own schedule and be available when I want to be available. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another um, pro for me would be building those rapports with my clients. Like each client that I service, whether it's a friend or not, I can literally have a genuine conversation with them. Like some of my clients have told me some of the most deepest things or it's like secretive things that they would tell like their best friend and that's the things that I cherish and I love about my clients I love being creative with my clients like us putting our putting our two minds together Mm. to come up with a masterpiece Mm. um so those are the things that I love that's good stuff good stuff stuff. Mm. um I think a pro I think Steve just kind of like made me think of this but um not all women but some women like request waist beads um to start a weight weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. And um I enjoy that like being able to help people with that um and them like sending me pictures of their progress and how their weight speeds are dropping and things like that. Um cuz I like health and wellness and all that. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned because up next we have a game show called What Would You Do? We'll be back. We're about to get the lashes at. If you want quality lashes that last up to 50 uses and come at a low price, buy J Lashes. She uses real minks and has a variety of styles and lengths. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. We have natural lashes for professional settings and dramatic lashes for going out. You can come get a full lash experience with J Lashes. 
Hurry while supplies last. Ooh, I can't wait to get me some Jay lashes. Contact me on Instagram at player.jada, P-L-A-Y-A dot J-A-D-A, and come blink with me. We are now back from our break, and we're getting ready to play a game called What Would You Do? So, here goes scenario number one. What would you do if a customer told you, I loved your work, but then later on you see she's bashing you on social media saying she hates your work? What would you do? <laughs> I might just block her. Honest. I don't know what yeah. I would do because I, I think weird. I would make a, um, a nice post. You know, if, if you're not here genuinely supporting me, then just don't. Yeah, you know, and just go on, go on about your day. You won't have to post on social media. Right. Just go on about your day because I feel like I'm gonna still have clients regardless. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Somebody's still gonna come to me regardless of your experience. Mm-hmm. They might hear, it. and some people may go along with the flow. Like, okay, well, I try somebody else. Yeah. But a lot of people be like, oh, well, that didn't happen to me. Right. You know. So. Yeah. That's what I would do. I would probably um just say, you know, if you're not satisfied with your services, you should talk to me directly versus going to right. Social media so you would tell it. her that, like, slide yeah. up and say something. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I see y'all business owners being professional. So here goes scenario number two. You just completed doing a service for a customer, and she tells you she's running to the car to get money to pay you, but she never returns. What would you do? Oh, <laughs> I would probably just have to take it as a, a less. I would okay. I would reach out to her via text message or, um, yeah, via text message because I have all my clients' numbers. Um. Or even give her a call, but if she, you know, doesn't respond or is, you know, non-responsive, then I would just take it as a lesson learned, lesson lost, um, and just keep it moving. I mean, obviously she needed it more than I did, uh, and I mean I'm blessed anyway, so like I would be upset, but I'm blessed at the end of the day. So your first reaction, you would be upset though. Yeah, I would be upset, and I would reach out to her, but if I can't, you know get through to her or get a response from her then there's nothing more i can do i'm not like gonna go above and beyond just to get a couple right. dollars right um, would, would you block her from future oh yeah she would be put on the um she can't book she can't book no <laughs> more. i'm pretty <laughs> sure she wouldn't but yeah i will hope you wouldn't even try it <laughs> i feel like even though it's kind of like a what would you do type of thing i feel like that could be avoided by like policies you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah because uh, i know like with me i said remain in balance and cash but if you don't have cash you know, people are like, oh, well, I don't have cash. Oh, cash out, Apple Pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's other ways. Right, it's yeah. other ways. Because mm-hmm. especially it's like, oh, I got to run to the car to get cash. Oh, I accept. That's when I say, okay, I accept because you're not leaving without paying. Right. right. You're not running to the car. You're not right. running to the car. And even if that did happen, I didn't have that policy enforced. Right then and there, it will be enforced. People do stuff. And you have to, like, now make po- certain policies to put certain policies in place, mm-hmm. you know, because people like to do shady things like that and it's unfortunate i mean because at the end of the day you got to pay a deposit before you even can, can, right. oh, can yeah. get service that's so, good that's i'm still gonna have I'm some type yeah, of money regardless because right. yeah. nine times out of ten that deposit is gonna cover the product that i put on your nails now right that's that's just how i'm looking at it but that's true and enforcing deposits that's good um i don't know it's very effective to me you yeah. know, mm-hmm. because at first i was like oh i'm not gonna do that you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. i feel like um Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You somewhere. need to pay me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can get because people will cancel, cancel on you. Right. Yeah. You need a two minutes. Service. Late yeah. fees. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm all offering that. you a service, so I'm pay me for right. my work. No, but really, <laughs> and it, it's more like um just speak on late fees. It's more of a um, give and return type of thing. 
just like yesterday, I kind of ran into time because I got sick while I was doing lashes or whatever. So I told the girl that came, you know, she was on time, you know, but I wasn't on time. So the $5 that I have, if she was late, I gave her $5 off just, mm. just so people can be like, okay, well, you know, because I had experience before where I had to wait and I'm like, okay, you know, you're going to give me some. In return? You know, in return. I just feel like that keeps your clients coming in and be like, hey, and they can tell somebody else word of mouth is everything, especially right. now. Mm-hmm. I would agree with Nia. Um, just looking out for your clients, like if you know you gonna, you're going to be late or um, you're running behind because another client, you know, positions you to be in that position where you're going to be late servicing the next client, you know, shoot them a text like, hey, I'm running a little behind. My client beforehand was late or, hey, I'm, you know, not feeling too bi- too well, so um, it may take me a little bit longer. And, you know, like for me, I just, you know, free design. Like it just like – it just really depends on like to the extent of like what I need to to kind of give you back for understanding for understanding like you know something that I got going on. So like yeah, right. if I got to move your appointment or change your appointment, all right, ten dollars off or free design or whatever the case may be. If I got to cancel your appointment, all right, I got you the next time. Like it's on me. So yeah, just looking out for your clients um, to show them like you know. I'm really, truly sorry for the inconvenience. I'm not just doing this just because. Right. And it also just makes it, like, reciprocal. So, like, how we, you know, people put out late policies on their customers. Like, you know, if I mess up, then I will also, you know, kind of do something to show that I am sorry. So, I think it's good to have that on both ends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. What are some of your long-term and short-term goals for your business? Um, long-term, I really hope to one day maybe not necessarily be servicing clients anymore. I hope to grow and start educating and teaching um, how, like, the marketing perspective of um, the, cos- the cosmetic world or um, just, you know, teaching people how to – develop their skill and grow as an entrepreneur okay um my long term would be of course instructing um you know future entrepreneurs and going into the lash business uh actually going to school and Mm -hmm. um also opening up a suite um i would say my long-term goal is to get some help to have be able to pay people um, teach them, you know, how to do what I do, and the way I want it done, and 